0: Counting down the Oscar winners for Best Picture from Worst to Best. And we are now all the way up to number 25. 25. That's a good, well, it's
1: not an even number, but it's a good round number. Yeah, we've been at this for a while.
0: Yeah. Uh, So what are we talking about today?
1: Today we're talking about All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes. From nineteen thirty, because there was another one recently. I don't know if you yeah, I know was, knew this.
0: Yeah, uh, one Last of the uh, losers to uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. But it was a front runner.
1: I mean, it well, wasn't the yeah, front runner. No.
0: It was. It was a, one of the yeah other. It won the second most Oscars that okay, on the night. Yes. yeah, see there you go. Yeah, it was
1: more of a front runner. More. It was at least a possibility of an upset winner,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, what the there heck? was.
1: <laughs> oh, she's great. I answer it? of course. Does she remember 1930? Hello, you're on the air. Uh-huh, I'm <laughs> Hi, Juliana. Hello, Juliana. Hi, we're talking about the year 1930. I don't remember it. <laughs> Okay, do you you have anything... Have you ever seen All Quiet on the Western Front? No. No. I have not. Okay. All right. Nothing further to add. Talk okay. to you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Well, bye.
0: <laughs> She's great. <laughs> uh, yeah, so well, what's your history with the 1930
1: version? Any... Uh, no, I had no history with it. I... I didn't know it. I Mm -hmm. couldn't have told you. I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. Okay. All Quiet on the Western Front. I'd probably heard of it. Right. Thought of it as a war movie. Wouldn't have known which war. Are you familiar at all with the book?
0: No, I've never read the book. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, this is um, probably my third time seeing it. Okay. i watched it. Uh, So let's get into the losers. I'll be shocked if you've ever heard of any of these Going back to nine, this is so long ago. Nineteen thirty. This is the third. It's almost hundred years ago. This is the third Oscars. Um, I meant to send it to you. At the you can watch the entire Oscar ceremony from on YouTube. Oh, really, all seven and a half minutes of it. What? <laughs> what do you mean? That's how long it lasted.
1: It lasted for seven and a half minutes. Or that's yeah. just how much of the video. There went? were,
0: no. Well, so it was, at this point, it was given out in a banquet, and then they did a for, not for television, but they did a film version, like for newsreels and stuff. Oh. So they went through, there were only eight categories.
1: Oh, right, because at 1930, yeah. people didn't have televisions. So yeah.
0: what? Oh, yeah, right. So they had like exception speeches from the. Winners that were there, and then the I think half the winners weren't there, and they just said, okay, here's who won the other four categories. And, wow. Yeah, so very different than that. Yeah, very different. Uh, uh, but, yeah, let's uh, start with The Big House, yes. okay. which is a prison drama starring Wallace Beery. Uh, kind of an interesting, you know, it does kind of show its age, but it's... Uh, has some interesting moments that it's surprisingly um, um, adroit as far as the... There are parts of the movie where it really does kind of come to terms with the fact that the prison system is kind of broken. And it's not about rehabilitation, but just kind of getting these people that society doesn't want to deal with, like, putting them away. There's a big prison fight scene. Um, Wow. But yeah, that's uh, the
1: big house. So the image that you put up here in the movie mm-hmm. poster, it looks like a Norman Rockwell
0: painting. Um, oh, that's a, Yeah, well, it's a still from the movie. Uh, Color the still is colorized. The movie, of course, is in black and white. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, oh, I don't know that.
0: Yeah. Is it a still but, from
1: the movie? Mm-hmm. Looks like a Norman Rockwell painting. Yeah,
0: it's well not good resolution, but. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, I that, that's about. the big house. Um, Disraeli was a biographical movie about Benjamin Disraeli, the uh, 19th century British prime minister. Okay. The actor George Ardliss kind of made a career out of playing Disraeli. Really? Uh, yeah, he had a long-running uh, stage show where uh, he would do... I don't know if it was a one-man show or what He played Disraeli. There was a much earlier, actually, silent film version that um, went to use a different actor. He considered it a personal slight. So then he started in his own silent film version, uh, bought up all of the prints of the earlier ones with a different actor and destroyed them. Mm. Um, and then, of course, he made this one where it's uh, really the only point of seeing it is for homework. It kind of doesn't age particularly well. It's The movie is most concerned with the purchasing of the Suez Canal. And it's almost the villains of the piece or his antagonists or the um, politicians that are skeptical of British imperialism and... <laughs> <laughs> and but, so we're rooting for George who Really, this canal is important so that they can maintain control of India. <laughs> okay. So uh, well, some of its themes haven't aged particularly well. Uh-huh. Uh, really. Uh, Interesting Well, this is the
1: stuff. same year that yeah, Gandhi, Gandhi wins Man
0: of the Year. Yeah, Gandhi was the Times Man of the Year for this year. So, yeah, um, I don't. Is just at different times and uh, yeah.
1: Joan Bennett, I've heard of her.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, famous uh, actress of the early sound age, um, and I should note that this is a very very beginning of the sound era. Uh-huh. It's really an era. I I I love the thirties and and um, a lot of the early sound movies, but at the very beginning, there's a lot of growing pains, particularly with the the acting, because, you know, people just didn't know then that the camera picks up on a lot more than is on the stage, so you don't have to, like, project as much. And, you know, it took a while to learn that. And also, the they tend to have very static... Um, the moving cameras would cause a lot of noise just because of the early part of the technology, so you just kind of have very... Static shots
1: in a lot of these
0: movies. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Also, The Divorcee is a movie starring Norma Shearer. Wow. It's yeah, I think people will be surprised to come back. Very
1: controversial for 1930.
0: Yeah, this is before the Production Code was Uh implemented, so it's a a lot saucier than uh, movies that would come out ten, even twenty years later. Uh, Norma Shearer plays this kind of high society woman who's uh, her husband is having an affair, so she dumps him, uh, gets a divorce, and then uh, has a few affairs of her own. Uh, a lot of the movie is about kind of that double standard between the the divorce stigma that a woman experiences versus the man. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a progressive movie, and it's mm-hmm. in its ways um pretty interesting um uh, early movie uh Robert Montgomery is one of her lovers yeah, it's very young. we've heard of him role yeah, yeah, his daughter was bewitched
1: oh Elizabeth yeah. Montgomery mm-hmm. she passed away she did
0: yeah yeah, so really, everybody in in all these movies has, unfortunately, yeah awkward um otherwise they'd be like 130 or something yeah uh and then finally we have the love parade which is a comedy uh musical comedy directed by ernst Lubitsch, who's uh, one of the great comic directors of the early hollywood era um he really um Came into his own. I mean, his peak is kind of in that early forties with uh, movies like To Be or Not to Be and The Shop Around the Corner, which are really some of the best comedies ever made. Uh, this is a musical with musical comedy with Marie Chevalier and uh, Jean Jeanette MacDonald, and he's kind of like a Paris playboy who, for whatever reason, is. Um, Commissioned to be the husband of uh, he's he's uh, has to marry the uh, a queen from a, a fictitious uh, European nation. Okay, so he's like and, and Prince comedy Philip. Ensues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, well, who wasn't uh, this well before his
1: oh, yeah, time, right? But oh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. true, weird,
0: yeah, I might have seen this when he was a little boy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, but that's it. Um, you know, I don't want to spend a lot of time on the box office because really the, wow. I don't think anybody's heard of any, any of these movies uh, except for our our winner is the third biggest hit of the year, All uh-huh. Fight on the Western Front, and uh, The Big House, which we talked about earlier, uh-huh. is number five. But really, aside from those two, I, I don't think, I haven't really heard of any of these. Whoopi? Well, well Whoopi is an Al Jolson movie. Okay. The, it's where the song Whoopi is from. I don't know that song. You'd know it if you heard it. Would I, though? Mm-hmm. Okay. At any rate, what is All Quiet on the Western Front about?
1: So this is this. It's World War One. And it's the it follows these group of uh, young men. They were yes. all like high school mates. So it, at the beginning, and they're German. Mm-hmm. So it's from the point of view of young idealistic Germans who are in their classroom. They have this teacher who. Um, Again,
0: uh, yes, right.
1: Like this is he gets them all riled up on, all liquored up on, uh, <laughs> exactly. on the uh, just um, nationalism and you know
0: defending the fatherland, defending
1: the fatherland, and being you know this is your way to he they imagine all these being the heroes, being the it's just all these glory images mm-hmm. of this. So the uh, just a group of them. Decide that they're going to go fight in the war, or they, we follow them through the war. And then it's a very. Uh, we follow this group as, as. I think some live, some die, definitely. And uh, anyway, just the reality. Yeah, don't know if any. Uh, yeah. Spoiler, yeah, I'm right. talk about the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say some live and some die, but I don't remember if any of them live. I don't, but, I don't think
0: any of the characters we follow. Yeah.
1: But. Um, Anyway, it just follows them through, this the realities of trench warfare, um, from the young German soldier point of view, They yeah. don't even know what they're, what they're fighting for, right, and anyway, so that's that's the basic plot. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, what did you think of it?
1: I personally, I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a really substantive movie. It's so intriguing that in yeah. the. Uh, anyway, just an early war movie that just shows the horrors and just the. Socking, why are but, we doing this? Kind of no, thing. No,
0: exactly. And, and it's interesting, those opening scenes with the. Uh, teacher um, and his pleas to the fatherland. It's it's tempting to think, oh, this is kind of foreshadowing the rise of Hitler. But it's like this is nineteen thirty. I mean, he was yeah. on the scene, but it's not like right. it's foreshadowing that the the Nazis are going to take over that country. with
1: right, similar they, nationalistic messages. They don't
0: even know at they this point. Yeah. This
1: is nineteen thirty. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Set in uh, the. Well, 1914 through 1918.
1: Right. right, and you just had a few images up a little, a few minutes ago, uh, as we were starting, uh, oh, yeah. of, of some of, headlines from, or from images from 1930, and one of the headlines was, you know, Hitler faces defeat, and his you know, his
0: dreams of ruling Germany are over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got a he had a setback in the elections in nineteen thirty, or his party did, uh, but uh, didn't last. Yeah, um, yeah, I think this movie is really remarkable. Um, it there are, what I, what I find fascinating about it is there are, definitely parts of the movie that show its age, and the, other but there are other parts that are extraordinarily ahead of its time. And the parts that show its age are, you know, it's understandable, but the parts that are ahead of its time are just incredible. Um, and, I, You know, I said earlier that one of the problems with early sound movies is that you're afraid to move the camera because of the technology, which given that, it's extraordinary some of the shot that even the director, Lewis Milestone, even attempts to make, which this pulls out, particularly in that, um, of that trench warfare. It's stunning. I mean, it looks like, you know, aside from the kind of black and white and the graininess, I mean, it looks like it would be, could have been filmed recently, today. Yeah. Um, yeah, and... I mean, it's just, it's really, I don't know what else to say about it except yeah. it's stunning and it really shows a brutality which is kind of shocking from the time. There's right. a one shot where there's an explosion and then it shows two severed hands clutching mm. the barbed wire, right, which this yeah. is before the code. Or, or a few mm. years later, they wouldn't be able to show that. But I mean, it's shockingly effective and it's it's so eye-opening as far as because you know we've seen a lot of war movies and even um some world war one movies but just to be get the perspective of kind of being in the trench it's such a different it's almost the last war of an older right an older era right um and it's, yeah, it's trench warfare it's, it's just yeah. and it's, it's stunning and it's not that long ago and, and it's it's really the
1: worst of all worlds because it was the last of a old era of this mm-hmm. trench warfare but it has all it's the first with all these modern
0: weapons yeah oh. um, the uh, bomber planes yeah. and yeah, right. kind of like what we saw in in Wings. Right, which this is only yeah. a couple of years later. Yeah, um, tanks yeah. and you know uh, other. Uh, mich- uh, I don't know if they're considered machine guns, but like rapid, yeah, high capacity. I guess right, like all these gunfire. things
1: are are new at this point. So just the level, I mean, it really depicts this level of destruction and. It, it also has such timeless themes of, mm-hmm. of what are we, you know, you just, we're picking a side. Yeah. And. Oh, there's it, this it,
0: great dialogue scene where they're talking about what is the, we're fighting for the Kaiser. And yeah. And it's like, you know. Germany is mad at France. Yeah. What, what is there, a mountain in Germany that's upset at a field in France? Right, what does that mean? Uh, it's like, no, the people are mad at each other. And they like, I don't know. Any... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's... yeah. Um, it, yeah a in lot of some it ways,
1: is... there's parallel. There's a lot of parallels with
0: Platoon. Uh, yeah, um, definitely. You know, yeah. uh, 50 years later. Yeah, I'm sure all of our sons seen this. Um, uh, I do think there's a lot of restraint in very sophisticated, um, it has a lot of sophisticated filmmaking, which, um, I think it was an unusual choice for its time to not have a score. Okay. a musical score, particularly over the um ending just to have the confidence to um it kinda ends with just kind of a, a close up of Paul's or, or, hero, uh-huh. or our hero or protagonist his his he's reaching out for like a, a butterfly and he gets shot by a sniper and we just see his hand go limp. And it shows I think a lot of restraint to like not punctuate that with a sound cue, but just kind of go just silently like show the previous scene of them marching off to their first combat right we see the scene earlier in the movie where they're marching on and kind of looking back as they're going towards war and it kind of overlays that over a yeah I have it yeah. up here over a cemetery of just yeah. uh so thousands maybe, of graves. Yeah. But it's all silent and it's remarkably effective in how it just shows the devastation and then you see the faces of these people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The other thing that I thought was effective um was how they it would be like intense scene and then and then they'd be quiet, you know. Mm-hmm. They'd be like a respite scene, yeah. and then intent you know. So it's this: you're you're kind of constantly going back and forth between these intense battles, and then they're back in their bunker in between, you know, having conversations and building mm-hmm. relationships, and
0: you know, skinny uh, dipping, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, various things. So I don't know at all. It it it's like you're. Uh, you know, it kind of puts you in there. I don't know what it does, but it's... It does, well, I think it... Then you're anticipating the battle scenes more. I don't know, builds tension
0: and releases yeah. tension and builds it. Yeah, it, it does. It, it it's, um, shows how accustomed or, or how much the violence becomes just a part of their lives because yeah. it's almost like like when it starts up again, it's like, okay, we're going to work again. Right. Yeah, know, it's exactly. Kinda like yeah, it it yeah, becomes yeah. kind of right. part of their routine, and I right. think that's what kind of comes across with these quieter scenes, uh, some of them really well done. I mean, there's a, I guess you'd call it a sex scene, but when they go off with these uh, French women, they uh-huh. can't even talk to each other because they right. don't know each other's languages. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it really, again, a very sophisticated how this scene is shot, where you have Paul talking to um, this woman. She's talking in French. He's talking in, well, he's talking in English in the movie, presumably in German. But we're just kind of, uh, the camera's just focused on the shadow of the bedstand against the wall. So we don't really see anything. It's really. It's really well done and it's it's almost like this it, it, it's not the this these moments of respite just kind of have this air of of desperation or like fleetingness yeah to them I mean it's almost like it kind of in a way reminded me a little bit of the hurt locker as far as getting addicted to war. Yeah. And uh, you know, especially when he goes back on leave uh-huh. and just can't readapt yeah. or reacclimate to. Right. Well especially his home.
1: it was a brief time period and you know, where he's on leave and anyway, it's yeah. just the the sheer horrors and you just you just watch them become you know, it infect them, you know, like this mm-hmm. changes them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and in somewhat subtle ways. So, you know, again a lot of the dialogue is kind of on the nose and it is kind of the the acting is just a very, very early version of screen acting, which um uh where was I going with that? Yeah, but I think that it's a lot of... It's still kind of subtly done the way they get disillusioned. Yeah, right. Uh, because those cut scenes are not just a summary of the lessons uh-huh. that they learned. They're just kind of ordinary yeah. scenes. There's one scene of that, mm. of the two soldiers admiring a woman in a poster... And, uh, really kind of cleverly done because it's, the poster's next to a mirror so we can see them and what they're looking at at the same time. And, um, and it's, you know, they're just like normal guys, yeah, but they're just being, um, turned by the war. And so when he does have to go back, he has, uh. Their, the the home hometown is still infected with the propaganda. Yeah. That uh, Yeah, that, I mean there's an the effective thing. scene in the bar where the yeah. you know, he's the one that was facing battle and he ends up being called a or he's called a coward in the school, right? Uh-huh. but there is a conflict I think in the bar where the patrons are are you know, these are all guys who spend their day at the bar none of them are on the front line or kind of like chicken hawks yeah. uh, talking about how, you know, you, you need to nobly confront your death.
1: But yeah, pretty, pretty powerful. I, I, I thought it was powerful. I, yeah. And I, I'm not even a big... You know, it's interesting. I don't like war movies, but I have right. found... Uh, I prefer this one to Platoon, um, mm-hmm. but I, you know... Did, did not expect to like Platoon, and I did. But they, yeah. you know, they have so much, so many good messages without it being a message movie. Yeah. You know, it's done. And I guess the, what I hadn't known before this is that this was written, uh, it's based on a book mm-hmm. that was written by a German Yeah. Uh,
0: soldier, so. Um, uh, Eric William R- Remark. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, it just rings true, and yeah, that and way it's kind of similar to the director was in World War yeah, One, okay. Lewis Milestone, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. which yeah, it, it doesn't
0: pull, it doesn't pull a lot of punches, yeah, um,
1: and we never see, I I can't remember another movie that I've seen where we're seeing it through the eyes of the Germans.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that interesting? yeah. And, you know, they're the, always like the, the, the Germans are bad guys, right? Yeah, right. And you know, one, they're not Nazis, but still, the Americans were definitely on the side of the French, and you know, there must. Uh, this was only fifteen years or less yeah. later, and you know, yeah. people probably knew people that were or had family members that were killed by Germans, so. Yeah, it, it is this, you know, you would almost expect that, you know, Hollywood Studio biased the book and then like, okay, let's have, there are Americans over there, let's make this about the Americans. Right, yeah. Or, or even the French or the British. Yeah. But yeah, left them uh, as Germans. Yeah. Um. W- w- the scene with the rationing of the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like the first scene where you see the movie's perspective on that. The, there's like a mess. I don't know what you call a mess. It's probably mm-hmm. even a mess hauler out. The right. guy who's serving them food. But he's like, yeah, I can't serve you until you all get here. Yeah. And just the yeah, it like, great scene. Re, yeah really, it's um, kind of a comic scene, but yeah. really a, a bitter irony that you know half of the troop has been killed. Yeah, and at one point Paul says, "Well, if only half of us are left, that's our luck." Yeah, because I mean it means at that moment it means they get double rations.
1: Right, and the that. guy's like, "Well, that's not fair." Right. because i I made for this many, mm-hmm. and you're half that many, and it, it it also speaks to you know you you get that feeling like you're in the d m v or some sort of yeah a captain or someone that come yeah. out and and, and say you know what's your yeah yeah anyway I yeah, really enjoyed I, it I thought yeah. it was uh I thought it was poignant poignant and subtle messaging. And, you know, I, I really liked yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Interesting that uh, two of the first three best picture winners were from World War One. Yeah. With wings. Uh, yeah. The Broadway <laughs> Melody is in between the two. It was finished at 93rd. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I, uh, and I've seen I like them and... both. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else on All Quiet on the Western Front? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, so this is the chat GPT lyric for All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes. 1930? Yes, um, yeah. 1930.
1: I said, yeah, so I did, I asked them this one, and they gave it to me, and then I was like, eh, I think you can do better, because I know Dennis is going to do better. And then they it's did really give me a better to one. To do one about yes. Intense war movie. So here's the first chat, GPT. Okay. In 30, a film did debut, All Quiet on the Western Front. It's true. A war's <laughs> brutal tale and black and white set to sail. In history books, its impact still grew. So oh, they they okay. kept to the limerick um, things, but it's like, yeah. More of those, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, that's fine, but give me another one. So, <laughs> so here's their... I think this one is better. Okay. In 30, a classic was born. Wars, horrors in black and white were worn. From trenches they'd roam young soldiers far from home. A poignant tale of battles forlorn. Okay, that's good. That is, that yeah, yeah, that yes. one's better.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yours is definitely better. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I, I struggled with this one.
1: No, this, mm-hmm. is, this is a hard one, but this yeah. is very good. <laughs> so this is Dennis's. They enlisted to battle the French, dreams of valor snuffed out in a trench. Enlist bullets and bombs left these comrades comrades in arms wishing they never left their school bench. I yeah. I didn't get the cadence right on the. Bottom.
0: Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But
1: really good. Thank yeah. Because yeah. I think that's the that's, that's the that's the that's really uh, what it is about is yeah.
0: that the. The disillusionment, really, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting with ChatGPT, maybe AI in in general, is that it becomes a little slavish to the slavish, what do you say, to yeah, certain so things slavish. that you put. Like, I wanted to differentiate it between right. <laughs> the 1930 version from the, 19, from the 2022 version. Yeah,
0: or the novel, right,
1: yeah. Or the or novel, the,
0: right. Or the 70s.
1: But it's like version? they had to keep the 30 uh, I know, yeah. like I don't either. need
0: okay, the 30 more. I just want I just want to distinguish yeah. between oh what um uh, one point I wanted to bring up uh, Lou Ayers who played uh, Paul the main character okay. was considered for our last movie Rocky as Mickey he was considered oh
1: interesting
0: yeah, yeah. Huh. he was actually in his 70s when Rocky was made Okay. Yeah. Wow. Ah, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah. I'll find on the Western Front Cup, uh, four nominations. Okay. It's kind of low. But that I mean, was... there were eight categories. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. No support. Pretty good. They got half yeah. of them. Yeah. It's one of only uh, 12 Best Picture winners to not get any acting nominations. Okay. Wow. Um, you know, I mean, this is at a time when there were only two acting categories.
1: Actor and actress. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's no women in the movie, so right. yeah.
0: uh less than their options there. So but it did win the top two prizes. Okay. Uh, Best Picture or Outstanding Production was what they called it at the time. Uh-huh. And Best Director. So it's yeah. hard to hard to argue with that. I yeah, think.
1: and it was nominated for writing and cinematography. Yes. Yeah. All good.
0: All right, so that was every um, that was all part <laughs> of the Western Front. Yep. Yes, the um, version that did not lose to um, everything. Everywhere, everything all. Everywhere all once, mm-hmm. or one of the versions that didn't, because there's a seventy six version too. So let's see what's coming up next. Let's see. What do you think is coming up next?
1: Well, well I have been on the same five for I don't know a year and a half now. <laughs> so, no Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. Amadeus, which I've seen, uh, Parasite, Moonlight, and the Best Years of Our
0: Lives. So, okay,
1: I watched Amadeus when it came out, and I really liked it.
0: Oh, okay, good. And the other four you really haven't heard much about.
1: Yeah, I don't know anything about any of them.
0: Okay, um, they've got to come up eventually. They they do right. Yeah, I mean, well, we've only got, got twenty four movies up. left. So. I, I think uh, I think Rebecca should be coming up. Uh-huh. At some point, um, the Deer Hunter, Unforgiven, West Side Story, and I gotta add another one. I because think you had that, All Quiet on the Western Front. Because so. I had All Quiet on the Western Front, I'm gonna add the Silence of the Lambs. What? Wow.
1: What okay. else am I gonna add? I don't know. I've never seen that movie. Okay. Silence of the Lambs. What do we think? I think it's gonna be mine. I think it's gonna be the best years of our lives. Is it gonna okay. be that?
0: Uh, I think we go a few weeks before we get to it. Who knows? Okay. I've been Who wrong. You looks... know, Rocky, I didn't see coming. Yeah, but you weren't actually wrong. But
1: okay, all right. Well, let's see what's going to be number twenty-four. Wow.
0: All right. Two dozen. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Wow, wow! am surprised. This I pretty, did not have time. The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Okay, yeah, I
1: thought well, I had time to so. read, read the, books. the books, but I don't have time to read the books because this is not the first <laughs> Wow! Book. The Lord of the Rings, The Return
0: of what? Return of the King. The Return of the King. Uh, yeah, I was not expecting this at all. Uh, but yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's Slant's fault. Yeah, well, we'll get into that yes. next time.
1: So, <laughs> wow, Lord of the Rings. Okay, so okay. we got a lot of homework. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it'll so be fun. fun. Okay, wait, what but number is that? Not That's watching... number two.
0: This is number twenty-four. Oh, this no. is the third one.
1: Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, snap. That's not good. Well, we're not recording till the 15th. (laughs) Oh, snap. I don't have time for that.
0: All right. Well, we'll see. We'll We'll do our best. We'll We'll do do our our best. best. All right. So, until next time, signing off. Bye. Bye.